And then we're going to be praying uh, for the sick. Tonight uh, we'll be talking about uh, the mystery of the anointing oil. The mystery of the anointing oil. Many times in Christianity we do things because that's what they do in church. Uh, You know, call for prayer, we just call them and we lay hands. Because we, heard, we read from the scripture, you know, to read, lay hands. Or we see others doing it, but we don't understand it for, biblically uh, to be able to apply faith to receive from the Lord. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, please help us tonight. And um, not only for us to receive healing, but for us to be ministers of healing in your name as we meet with people in our place of work and wherever you're leading us. Father, we we believe that tonight you will heal, especially chronic diseases, you will heal tonight. We believe you will because of your word. You sent your word and your word healed the people. Lord, we will gain knowledge by your grace tonight, but more than that, We will have the Holy Spirit working with us because of your faithfulness. We know you are faithful. And I thank you for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, Some time back, or I think possibly my second year as a minister, full-time minister, I have been in uh, my country and I've prayed for a lot of sick people. I've seen a lot of things God do. Uh, strange things. Most of the time they just out there. I never touch them. So, you know, I ask them to lay, put their hands on their head and um, and uh, and I'll pray a general prayer and just call out the disease that come the disease that come into my heart. All of them. I just, just speak them and God does what he has to do. It was good that way uh, but that never always stopped the people. They'll still come for one to one. And God will continue to do the same thing. Now, there was a time I was preparing to go to a, a place in Georgia, Cordell, to have a meeting. And God was really dealing with me about praying with all, because I never did that. I just thought, lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Uh, so I knew about laying hands on the, on the sick. I understood that part. But this all business, in Nigeria, they just poured it all on <laughs> on the people and he falls all over them and uh, I didn't go there very much but God was really dealing with me that period he, he, you have to do this and I, I you're okay I'll do it but it got to the point where I finally accepted okay Lord I'm going to do this when I travel it was mainly to speak on healing and to pray for the sick it was a small church much smaller than this and when I got there, the pastor said, let's go pray. And uh, we got in the sanctuary, and we got a hold of the, I got a hold of the anointing oil that they had. I asked him, and I had that oil in my hand, and I've done that tonight in praying. I had that oil in my hand every time we went into the sanctuary to pray before the service. And you, God did an amazing, I mean, it was one miracle after another that God did in that meeting. To the point, I was supposed to be one Sunday morning. The pastor begged, please, can you stay further? We stayed, had an evening service, 
The following day, people kept, kept coming, including, I shared this story here, two former millionaires. They heard they had stopped going to church. They came that evening. Uh, God healed and that's the same place where I was praying with this girl that was deaf, almost completely deaf. The mother was crying and I took the all. For me, that, that, that service was all about the all. <laughs> I did nothing. I just put the oil and I was praying and the God was saying, you heard me say this, sir, you can quit praying now. I can hear you. <laughs> uh, so I knew that there was something more to the anointing oil than what I had just thought. You know, let's just take oil and slap on them. Okay? We're just doing our part to obey, but you're really not applying full understanding and I believe that when I'm through with the message tonight and as you come, regardless of what the problem is, as you are anointed with oil and you're prayed for, uh, this mystery oil will bring in healing into your life. I'm expecting to hear testimonies from me. And I just want you to listen to the word and believe with me and, and, and believe God for your healing. Amen. It's so important that you believe God for your healing. And not only for uh, physical healing. You understand what I'm saying? Whatever it is that is a problem in your life, whatever it is, even if it's financial, I am believing God. I can even feel His presence right now. I am believing God for deliverance tonight. As we put the oil on you and pray for you, if you have a need, Whatever it is, God will bring deliverance into your life. You notice, you'll find out from the scriptures that it's not just for healing. Because this started all the way from the Old Testament. In fact, God told Moses, anoint everything in the sanctuary with oil. And everything that was anointed became holy after it was anointed with oil. The vessels, everything. Anoint everything with oil. Even the ministers, Aaron, all of them. Before they go out to minister... He says, anoint them with oil. Now, you'll think that's the Old Testament thing, but Jesus brought it into the New Testament. And it's still here today. Everything that is anointed with oil, God comes upon that thing. It becomes holy. That thing belongs to the Lord. That's how important this is. Why? I don't understand it. It's just a simple substance. But when God's finger touches it, it becomes a mystery. Something supernatural comes into it. And that can bring healing. It's not the oil, but God transforms this element, just the oil, transforms it into something that is so different that brings healing into people's lives. And not just physical healing, I believe, every area of life. So, get ready to get well. Amen. You know, one thing that the Lord is directing me that I really need possibly to repent of personally. I believe God wants to heal us uh, for recovery, right? We pray for you and then you recover. But I read in the scripture, I keep hearing the word immediately. Infinite. Immediately. Jesus touched them and immediately. You hear that a lot. Immediately. But when we come to the Lord, we are hoping that we will get well. But that's not what the scripture says. You know? He says immediately. Immediately. This leper says, if it be your will, right? 
you know, you can make me well. And he said, Jesus said, instantly, it is my will. He touched him. He laid his hands on him. And the Bible says, immediately, he received his healing. I think our mindset is holding the Lord back. Because our mindset, we are not expecting immediate. We are expecting to recover. And so we don't receive the miracle. God works with you according to how you're thinking. As you think, he works with that. As you believe, he works with that. Be it unto you according to your faith. When, I, when we pray for most people, they are expecting recovery. They believe we're going to get better, and God will work with you to get better. But that's not the way. If I go with that mindset to a crusade, I will have no testimony because it's going to be days later. I'm expecting immediately. And that's what I believe the Lord is saying. He should touch them and immediately. It's got to be supernatural, right? It doesn't have to take him time. Immediately. So I'd like you to believe God for immediately tonight. Amen. As he put the oil on you, believe God for it to happen right there. Believe God for it. And God is. No one can heal anybody, but God is, and God cannot lie. He is here tonight, and he's able to heal tonight. He'll heal your finances tonight. And there's going to be a testimony. Not tomorrow, it starts from tonight. If there's anything wrong, if you've done something wrong, God is going to forgive that tonight. I'm just speaking it as a servant of God. As the anointing oil comes on you, that's gone, and I'm believing very quickly there is going to be a miracle. I need you to believe me, believe with me tonight. For this great miracle that God is going to do. We talk about it, but we got to act it. Amen? Now, I want to turn to a scripture here uh, about uh, David. Please, would you, can I have a little bit more time tonight? I can get through. I say we can pray. Please, brothers and sisters. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to go, but please, if, if it's too long, I hope not, so I don't want to do that. But in First Samuel chapter 16, verse 13, it says, Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that, that day forward. So Samuel arose and went to Ramah. From that day forward. The Holy Spirit, after the anointing oil touched him, after Samuel anointed him with the oil, it was not Samuel, it was the anointing oil. Samuel was just a minister. God, Samuel could have laid his hands on David, but that was not God's instruction. This was going back all the way to the days of Moses. Samuel understood the, the significance and the importance of the anointing oil. So he carried with him to David's home, this anointing oil. And something was going to happen after David is anointed with this oil. And no one but David. Not this one, not this first son, not the second one, not even the seventh one, but the other one. But David had not the Holy Spirit on his life until he was anointed with that oil. And the Bible tells us very clearly there that from that day forward, the Holy Spirit was on David's life. We don't know how long it was after he was anointed before Saul 
invited him into his home to play the harp. But you can tell the Holy Spirit was already on David before he came to Saul's home. Because as he played, the Holy Spirit came, the demon left. And I believe from that day, David could not be defeated. David became a transformed human being. Failure was no longer a part of his life. I believe it was this Holy Spirit that was on him that enabled him to defeat or to kill the lion. Okay? And the ordinary people will run from that, from those two animals. Truth. I believe this or what David said, I killed a lion and I killed a bear, they took place after so that's my belief that this took place after he was anointed. He was a different man. And the Holy Spirit, the Bible is clear, the Holy Spirit followed him from that day on till the end of his life. And David was a different man. This was a man that fought so many wars. He never lost one. You could not kill him. There were arrows flying to and fro. None will ever hit this fellow. If you got close, his anointing rubbed on you. You became mighty because of the anointing oil. It's a very powerful tool that God had in the Old Testament, but he brought it also to the New Testament. Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27 it tells us this it shall come to pass in that day that his burden will be taken away from your shoulders whose burden? Satan's burden whatever that burden is his burden shall be taken away from your shoulders and his yoke from your neck the bondage your pressure will be taken off your neck and the yoke will be destroyed. It will not only be taken off your neck, the yoke itself will be destroyed. How? Because of the anointing oil. Because of the anointing oil. And Jesus said, and the scriptures cannot be broken. The scriptures cannot be broken. What destroys the yoke? The anointing oil. The anointing oil is just a substance. But God says when this anointing oil is placed on your life, the yoke is taken off your neck. And not only that, the yoke is destroyed completely. It will no longer have a chance to come on your life. Only by the anointing oil. So when God says something, it may not make sense to us. It seems like an oil. Well, what is the oil going to do? That's the oil uh, Pastor Goodluck placed on the altar. <laughs> How can that destroy my trouble? You are leaning your own understanding. You have to come off that. I know it's just a substance. But God says the yoke can be taken off your neck. And the yoke can be destroyed. By applying the anointing oil. You know what we want to think is that was Old Testament. But I want to show you that in the new it is still working because God still retained this power in this mystery oil in the New Testament. And if we use it with knowledge and with understanding it will always work. It's a mystery 
we don't understand it, but God is behind it. And if you release your faith on it, in it, you will be healed. That's why in Africa, when we go preaching, you guys have seen it, they bring the anointing or they buy it all from the marketplace and they bring it to the preacher and say, please, just lay your hands. And sometimes they'll kneel to the ground and beg you, please, sir, lay your hands. And sometimes they take it, you see them rubbing themselves. Well, they don't have hospitals to go to. They don't have great doctors to go to. No scanning machine and all of that. This is their scanning machine. And this is all they're relying on. And once the preacher that they think is anointed has laid his hand, you see them rejoicing. Our trouble's over. They go on happy. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And they take the oil and they go apply. Sometimes they drink it. And guess what God is doing? They get well. They come back and testify. It's an amazing thing. It's just a miss, it's just an all. Just all. But when you release the faith of Jesus and believe what God says, it does wonders. He says the oppression, the yoke will be taken away from off your neck. Whatever that is that is suppressing your progress, whatever that is that is pushing you down, that is keeping you in bondage, if we apply the anointing all with knowledge and you know what we're doing, that yoke will be taken off and destroyed. And then the Spirit of God that drives it immediately, just as it did with David, comes upon your life, the anointing for that particular problem to destroy it. And it goes with you until that thing is completely destroyed. That's what I believe. I'd like to show you something from the New Testament again. Sometimes we read and we don't read and find out exactly what is going on. You see, Jesus, you, one scripture will say certain things, and then you read from another scripture, it's different. But there is a little different, difference there. God is trying to open your eyes to see what is really happening so that we can follow suit and see what God will do for us. It, it, it comes by revelation. The Bible says to you, it's been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. So sometimes we read and we just go through, but when God opens your eyes to say, oh, this is what's going on, you got it then. And you can act on it. But I want to share this scripture here. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 1, it says, And when he had called his 12 disciples to himself, that's Jesus, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. So he gave them power. How did he do it? Have you ever thought about it? Did he say, power, now you can have, open your hands and I'll put the power in it. What was he doing? I'm sure he spoke to them. I'm giving you the authority to do this. And they listened to him, right? While he was saying this to them. And sometimes we forget that these were just ordinary people like us. You know what I would think about what Thomas would be thinking there. You give us power. Where is the power? He's got to feel something, right? <laughs> Where is the power? You're telling us to go and heal and all this. I give you power and all of that. Thomas, he said, a Philly guy, he got to feel something, right? Where is the power? I don't feel anything. I got to go now. But Jesus said, 
I give you power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. And in verse 8, he says, he says to them, Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. And he's talking to Thomas and the rest of them. Freely you have received, freely give. So you know the story, they all went out, right? And they did exactly what the master told them to do. But I'd like to take you a little further here. In, in another account, in Mark chapter 6, 7 through 9, he says in verse for 7, and he called the twelve to himself and began to send them out two by two. So again, you got more details here, right? More details here. So they went two by two, not just individual, two by two, and gave them power over unclean spirits. So we go back to the same thing. He commanded them to take nothing. He said, take nothing for the journey except a staff. Take your stick. Nothing. No bag, no bread, no copper in their money belt. So they, they were not supposed to take anything. So you just, you guys go, don't take a thing with you except your stick, your staff. Freely you receive, freely give. We'll talk about that. Nothing in your belt, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tonics. Just wear your sandals. That's all you can take. <laughs> just take your tonic and go. He allowed nothing. They just gave them power. But I want to let you know that even though he told them not to carry nothing with them, he allowed to carry one he allowed them to carry just one thing. Every one of them had this one thing. Just this one thing. They they had to have this. He allowed nothing but this one thing for them to carry. How do I know that? Look at what he says. Mark chapter 6 verse 13. And they cast out many demons. And what did they do? And anointed with oil many who were sick. Right? And healed them. So what he's not seeing is everyone had a bottle of oil that they had to go with. Every one of them had a but that was the only thing they could carry. That to Thomas was power in the bottom. Oh. Amen. We got this. We got the anointing of her. That was the only thing they could carry. And so they could anoint the people. So when they went and they healed the people and they healed everywhere, guess how they were doing it? They were anointing them with all. I like to see those type of things. Because it gives me an understanding of how Jesus worked with his disciples. Amen? And if we do the same, because it's recorded as an example for us to do the same. And God, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, will do what he did in Bible days, if we believe in the same way. So it's funny to just be talking about anointing all in your service. 
That's the message, anointing oil. But it's so important. It's a very, a very important ingredient in our faith as we minister to people. They spoke the word. They preached the gospel to them. But when it came to the he- they cast out demons. But when it came to healing, guess what they were doing? They bring their anointing all out. But wait a minute. I'm going to pray for you, but I will anoint you with all. Amen? That's what Jesus instructed them to do. That was the only thing they had to carry with them. And thank God we have the oil with us tonight. And we can anoint people with oil tonight and believe God for a breakthrough in the yoke taken off your neck and destroyed because of the anointing oil. You know what? If you allow me to say that, I will say because of the anointing. I was shocked to find out that the scripture says in Isaiah, because of the anointing oil. But God is true. Everyone alive. This is the truth. We anoint with the oil. Jesus said, go teach them. Command them, command them to observe everything that I have commanded you. What should they do? Observe. When we observe it, we are blessed. We observe everything. And one of the things he commanded them to do is to anoint the sick with all. And that's why James was so bold in James chapter 5 he says, is any among you sick? And that was bold to talk to a church, a whole city. They had one church in one city, right? And he's writing to them, he's saying, is any among you sick? But eventually you have someone among you that is feeling sick. And James says, let him call for the elders of the church. So we're talking about believers now. When you're dealing with unbelievers, it's hard to anoint them with oil. Now in Africa, they're possibly because they know about the oil and the believers know. But if you go to a crusade and you're anointing them with oil, the voodoo doctor will say there is some kind of voodoo in that oil that he's putting on them, so you can't do that. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? But in the church, he says, is any sick among you? So what, what should we do in the church if they are sick? He says, let them call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with all in the name of the Lord. So that's a New Testament practice. I know we know these scriptures, this scripture here, that we need to act on it by faith. And expect our healing. We pray a prayer and anoint with all, and it says, and the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if the sickness is as a result of sin, if he had committed any sin, any sin, it says, he will be forgiven. So while you are praying for the healing, God forgives whatever was the problem that brought that thing into the brother's or sister's life. We don't know if there is a sin. James didn't know. He says, if there is any sin, he's is forgiven. Once you apply the anointing oil, isn't that amazing? You apply the anointing oil, pray a prayer of faith. This person doesn't even have to confess sin. And yet, it's forgiven. That's an amazing thing. That's grace from God. 
I think this is what I believe Jesus meant when he says to you it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. To them, they will not understand it. It's foolish, but if we act on it by faith, God brings healing. And this is the anointing. I know we are anointed. Believe me, these believers that need to be anointed, we all, in their day, were already filled with the Holy Spirit, right? They were filled with the Holy Spirit. And yet, he says, anoint them with oil. So it is the anointing oil that breaks the yoke. And that's why we have oil in church to pray for the sick. Not because of the oil itself, but God had commanded it. Some way he packages his great power <laughs> into some element. We don't understand it, but when we apply it, people receive their healing. I shared the story of uh, this uh, uh, man that went to a crusade and had the minister pray over the oil and they took the oil home and the people, the, his wife was very sick. He had a crippled child and all kinds of sickness. And one of the daughters uh, made a mistake, took the anointing oil and prepared the stool for them. And uh, the preacher who was testifying said they ate the mystery meal and went to sleep that night, not knowing that the daughter had foolishly or wisely prepared the meal with the anointing oil that the father took to the crusade ground to get his anointing to anoint his family for healing. But guess what? They ate the meal without even knowing what had happened. And the next day, that testimony, the whole family was healed. The little boy was out early playing soccer. Where is that crippled fellow? He was out. He got up early. I can't walk. He went out to play soccer. And the wife was healed. Everybody was healed. Because of the mystery of this anointing oil. It's not just the oil. It's our faith in what God has said. And we apply it and God heals. So, uh, if you feel... You need deliverance tonight. I mean, when we talk about deliverance, we're thinking about casting out devil. But that's just one area. But if you feel oppressed in any area, or you're sick in your body tonight, the last one, I'd like you to stand up. I'm through with preaching. I'd like the prayer partners to come down. And I'd like you to come and receive your healing today for whatever need that you have in your life. And I'm expecting an expecting a testimony from the Lord concerning this because he confirms his word. No one can heal anybody but his word never fails. God doesn't fail. His word doesn't fail. He stands by his word. He confirms his word. So expect, expect whatever it is to disappear. I've actually, I think uh, we had a, a healing kind of in the worship center. My wife had a knot here on her hand Angela, you might remember that, that knot. That thing disappeared. It just disappeared. God will do that tonight. And it's going to be immediate. Receive your healing tonight. Please receive your healing. For whatever it is, receive your healing. Amen.